This is Saving Grace, Living in Light of God's Love, a podcast ministry brought to you by Grace School of Theology, a seminary to the world committed to the truth of Scripture and life application through the lens of grace. Hello, I'm Carmen Tate, your host for today's podcast. Just imagine being a man during the era before Christ who is engaged to be married, a commitment holding the same legal binding as marriage in that day. You learn your fiancé is with child and you know you have not known her intimately. The consequences could mean death for her should the supposed facts be told. What would be your response? Shock? Anger? Humiliation? Justice? Well, today, as we continue our Advent series, The Right Time, we will consider Joseph, his heart and his behavior as he, too, prepared for the arrival of Jesus. Perhaps we can glean from his behavior much about our own heart. The Reverend Mark Ray is back with us today to help us gain insight into Joseph's character Mark is the Vice President of Community Development here at Grace and also the Executive Director of our Grace Center for Spiritual Development. Mark holds a Master of Biblical Studies from Dallas Theological Seminary and a Master of Divinity from Grace School of Theology. He has served churches as an associate pastor and as a lead pastor, and he has served as COO of a major evangelistic ministry. Mark, welcome back. Thanks, Carmen. It's good to be back. Well, we had such good conversation last week about Mary, and of course, it's just logical that we have to talk about Joseph next, right? Um, I shared at the beginning some of the possible emotional responses that Joseph might have had about Mary, but Mark, he loved her. So what are some other emotions, you're a band, that you think he might have had in hearing this news? Well, You've listed a lot of what, what I, I would call the worldly responses mm-hmm. or the, um, let's call them, quote unquote, the culturally right responses, yes. shock, anger, humiliation, all of those. But you're exactly correct. He loved her. And so I could also imagine what might happen to her. Yes. Oh. If she has a child, what might happen to the child? Uh, we know some things about Joseph, not very many, because there's only a couple of things that are even stated about Joseph, um, and actually, actually only one descriptive phrase of Joseph. But if we hold true to his character, he had to have felt, because he loved her, he had to have felt some sort of compassion, some sort of pity toward her, because what, what the scriptures tell us is he'd already decided to put her away secretly, not to take the avenue that he easily could have taken, that he would have been culturally right to take, which was actually stoning her. Mm. But I can imagine him loving her enough to say, I care about her. What's going to happen to her? If I put her away, what happens to her? Mm -hmm. If I put her away, what happens to this unborn child? Um, And being the man that he is, um, I could see him wrestling dramatically with what is the right thing to do. Those would be the things I could see Joseph doing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And as you say, we don't know a lot about him. 
but it does seem that he was a righteous man, according to the word. Well, that's the word that's used. Yes. Um, in the Greek, it's dikaiosune, which is the word that actually translates into righteousness. Mm -hmm. um, but righteousness can be also just. Some, some of the uh, translations say just. Some of them say upright. But what they literally translate to is he did what was right. Right. And there are actually two ways that that, that that righteousness plays out. One is in obedience to God. Mm -hmm. But the other is this, that the mercy that God shows on the righteous, mm -hmm. the righteous then show that mercy on others. Mm -hmm. there, is, there is that casting of that mercy that we have received, which is, again, God withholding what we deserve, mm -hmm. Joseph being a righteous man, doing what was right, God sharing the mercy on him. He was obedient then to share that mercy on another. He walks in that righteousness, and that's the only phrase we know of him. He was a just or a righteous man. Translated, he did what was right. Wow. Well, it's a good way to be remembered, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't you love that on your tombstone? Exactly. She he did was what was right. He was righteous man. Love yes. that. Love that. And, you know, the fact that he was righteous, as you say, it prompted him to think of actions that would honor her, that mm -hmm. would, you know, let her uh, uh, put her away secretly yes. so that she wouldn't lose her life. But it's, so it's obvious that even though he was a righteous man, he still needed direction from the Lord, didn't he? Well, he did. Yes. And, and there's two things I want to say about that. The first is that he did need that direction. And so God gives it to him. He uh -huh. visits him. Gives him a vision with an angel. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had dreams. Uh, in, in all my dreams that I've ever had growing up in my some odd years of being alive, um, I've never had in a dream my name being called or other no. or, or or having me call somebody else's name in specific. Mm -hmm. I've never had the specificity that Joseph gets in this dream. Mm -hmm. So he gets God brings him the comfort of knowing what that direction is going to be. And the angel appears to him in a dream and tells him Joseph and actually calls him Joseph, whose name, by the way, means God will increase. Isn't that a great thing? God <laughs> yes. will increase. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and tells him, uh, it's okay to take Mary to be your wife. Mm -hmm. Gives him the comfort of knowing this is the right thing. Mm -hmm. And even though it's in a dream, it is a real specific dream about the issues that he was no doubt being challenged with at the time. The other thing I want to say about this is that just because you are righteous doesn't mean that you take to heart your rights. Joseph had certain rights. He had a right to have her stoned. He had a right to do what, was, what he could have done. But being righteous, he did what was right. He didn't do what he had the right to do. Mm -hmm. He did what was right. The mm -hmm. idea behind being righteous is that we don't, uh, we don't exercise mm -hmm. our rights. Beautiful picture of this. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Christ went to the cross. He didn't have to do that. Right. His right as the Son of God was he didn't have to go. He didn't exercise that right. Instead, he was righteous and he did what was right by obeying God and then showering that mercy upon us. Mm -hmm. It's the beautiful picture of righteousness. Wow, it certainly is. Beautiful. I love the way God sees us. He sees our heart, but he sees every tear. Mm -hmm. He sees every concern mm -hmm. that we have. 
And, you know, yes, he he appeared an angel of the Lord to to Joseph in a dream. However, he 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 speaks to us as well through yes. his word. Uh, when we pray and the Holy Spirit sort of pricks our heart with truth or direction or so it's not like he did that for Joseph it doesn't do it for us I guess is what I'm trying to say oh absolutely he he truly has such compassion for us as well uh, if we if we're seeking him that's and, and that's the perfect answer we're going to yeah. see this in in full force when we talk about the magi yes but here is God who, Joseph wrestling with this, but being a righteous man, and God sets in front of him the path of righteousness. Mm -hmm. uh, you can almost go back to the 23rd Psalm, walking in those paths of righteousness. Here's what God does for Joseph. He gives him the path of righteousness, which by the way, was not the right cultural path. He had rights. God said, don't exercise those rights. Instead, walk in the righteous way. Walk in this path of righteousness, which is, there's a bigger plan at work here. You are to take Mary. You do love her. She is to be your wife. You are not to put her away. And you're to raise this child, who, by the way, is the son of God. Mm -hmm. You're to raise this child as your own. The uh, monumental things that were laid in front of Joseph. Yes. Um, and I, I just, I love the fact that out of all of the things that are said, all of the things that are talked about in the Christmas story, the man who has been chosen by God to raise his son mm -hmm. never utters a word. That's true. We get no word from Joseph in all of Scripture. He never utters a word, but his actions speak much louder than his words ever could. Mm, he right. walks in righteousness. And so remind us how he did respond, what his actions were. Sure, it's real yeah. simple. The angel says, do this. And he does. He wakes up <laughs> and he does it. Yes. We, we get kind of the same thing. He believed. Yes. And he obeyed. It's exactly the same formula mm -hmm. we see with Mary. Yeah. He believed and he obeyed. And mm -hmm. he obeyed against all of what the cultural norm of the day was. Remember, this is a young girl, 14. They're three months into the betrothal period, which is a year-long period in which you think, I'm married. You're considered legally bound together. Right. And she's with child scandalous. Oh, of course it would be at that time. And and, and he had every right, mm -hmm. but he doesn't exercise his right. Mm -hmm. He walks in that path of righteousness as mm -hmm. directed by God. And you know, something else that I learned from, from Joseph's behavior, uh, he didn't like quickly uh, act on his emotions or questions or doubts. He waited to hear from the Lord before he made a decision about what he would do, didn't Absolutely. He? Um, what you don't see um, is what would be normal for the society. You don't see him immediately go, okay, these are the things I need to do, and he goes and does yeah. them. Yeah. Um, he thinks about them. He ponders them. He thinks through them. And when the Lord speaks to him, it's as if he has waited upon the Lord for the Lord's statement. Mm -hmm. Here is what you are going to do. Because think about it, they're three months in. He knows it's what he's pondering because he knows this is the issue and he hasn't acted on it yet. Yes. He is waiting silently, quietly, mm -hmm. reflectively for the Lord to speak to him and the Lord speaks to him in a dream. It's after the Lord speaks to him that he takes action. Mm -hmm. um, how many times do I get ahead of the Lord? How many times do I jump and take action and then go, well, maybe that's not what God was telling me to do in the first place. Yes. Um, and, you know, it, 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 
it brings to mind a really good thought at Christmas time. Mm. We get so caught up. Do we take time to sit and wait upon the Lord, to sit and hear from the Lord, to sit and wait for him to give us the actions we should take? Um, It's a great example we get from Joseph on just that quiet strength. Yeah, truly, truly is. Well, you know, so oftentimes we are certain that we have heard from the Lord on an issue, but our flesh will throw doubt our way, you know. Uh, and, and as a result, we may hesitate obeying because we go, oh, I don't know, surely that's not what God is saying. Surely that's not what I should be doing. And so we we set up this little, you know, checklist. Well, let me see if this happens and this happens and, and whatever. But it seems Joseph did not allow his flesh to get in the way at all. Uh, so he we can learn from him also. Sure. Yeah. Don't listen to the lies of the enemy, right? Listen to what God has told you and move forward and let him confirm it along the way. Well, and, and let's take a step back as we did with Mary, too. Let's take the take the step back with Joseph. How's he described again? Righteous man. You don't just wake up one day and become a righteous man. Mm-hmm. This is a man who has walked in righteous ways. This is how he was known, which begs the question, how am I known? It's maybe a... A convicting question we don't want to ask. How am I known to the people around me? But it took him years of development to become that righteous man. Mm -hmm. And that righteousness is built in doing the right thing in circumstance after circumstance after circumstance. So what was built into his character was Mm -hmm. this do the right thing, this righteousness. And that comes from knowing God deeply. That comes from walking with God deeply. That comes from seeking after what does God want me to do and doing what was right. That, that's, a de- that's a character development thing we see that in is. Joseph. That is. And I would imagine then that also includes being able to defend your thoughts uh, against the lies of the enemy, taking every thought captive uh, as we, we, we should. So, so he truly has developed that. In his which, which I would say that's a great point, which I would say the development of that comes from those quiet moments with you and God, mm-hmm. just you and God, where you can throw those questions at him. Okay, the world's telling me to do this. Is this right? Yeah. And, and the answer is when we seek God, he He wants to be found. Mm-hmm. He wants to be known. He will make himself known and he will give you that direction. Yes, he will. You know, there's another Bible character that comes to mind who also responded with mercy to a young woman, and that's Boaz and his response to Ruth. Uh, can we can we draw some parallels from that story? Absolutely. Um, so you get Boaz, uh-huh. Boaz who believed, Boaz who was faithful. And as a matter of fact, the, the Hebrew word hayil, H-A-Y-I-L, is a word that is used of him. And it's a man of high character. A mighty man of valor is actually the way it's described in the mm-hmm. Old Testament. Mm-hmm. He is a man of high character, a man of strength, but he's a quiet man a man who does what's right. He's actually the foreshadowing of Christ, the the kinsman redeemer, the one who will redeem it all. And what do we see Joseph do? We see Joseph as this high man of character like Boaz was, which Mm -hmm. by the way, they're in the same family lineage, uh, the lineage that comes through Christ. But we also see uh, Joseph as as this quiet strength Mm -hmm. who walks where he's supposed to walk. Now remember in Boaz's case, there was a famine in the land. And Naomi and her husband leave the land, which they're not supposed to do. They're supposed to stay in the land. Boaz stays in the land and God blesses that obedience. He becomes a very wealthy landowner. 
Um, here's Joseph, who by his obedience now gets the privilege of raising the Son of God because he is that just man of valor, mm -hmm. that mighty man of valor. There's a great interplay between those two in that family lineage. There is. That is beautiful. Just beautiful. Well, of course, the glaring parallel also is with the love and mercy of Jesus Christ. I think you alluded to that earlier. Since as believers, we have the mind of Christ, mm -hmm. how should our hearts respond to others so that we are reflecting Christ appropriately? Again, as we did with Mary, I think we take a lesson out of Joseph's playbook. Yeah. He believed, do I? Mm -hmm. He obeyed, will I? And he actually put feet to what God commanded him to do. In that obedience, he actually carried through. He did the right thing. Yeah. Um, so many times we can say, God, I hear you, God, I hear you, God, I hear you, but we don't do the right thing. We, we may not even hear God. Joseph believed, and in that belief had this quiet time of really understanding what it was God was asking him to do. Mm -hmm. And then when he knew it, he made no, no hesitation in getting up and actually going and doing what God said he was going to do, even though the culture told him that's not what you should do. Right, right. culture told him exactly the opposite. He walked in that righteousness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the beautiful thing is we know for 2,000 years what has been written about Joseph is one thing. He was a man <laughs> who did what was right. That was right. He was a righteous man. It's wonderful. And again, some, uh, uh, sets a great example for us today. And and just in closing, Mark, I, you know, you look around, the world is just getting darker, it seems, and there's so many hurting people mm -hmm. all around us. And I think it would be helpful if we just, what are some practical things that we, as, as God's children, believers who are out to put light into the darkness, what are some practical things that we might consider this season for helping those who are hurting? Really good question, because if you can't make the scriptures applicable, then they're just a bunch of really great stories. So let's let's bring some application to it. The first thing I think, again, we go where Joseph went. Do you believe? Do you believe Christ is who he said he was? Do you believe that he is the one who has come? Mm -hmm. um, secondarily, are you spending time quietly asking God what you should do? One of the wonderful things we get to do at Christmas is because there are a whole lot of hurting people, Christmas has a tendency to bring to the surface that hurt. Yes. Have we even spent time asking the Lord, who do you want me to go connect with? Who do you want me to go do what's right with? Who do you want me to be that man or that woman of valor with? Who are you pointing me to that I should connect with this Christmas season and love on them? Mm -hmm. Do what's right with them. Be obedient and share who are you asking me to get up and do it? And, and the fascinating thing is we can listen to God say, there's a person who's hurting, go. We still have to take the choice to, to get up and actually go, go minister into that, that community. So um, I think we take, the, we take the example from Joseph. Yes. We, we, we believe, we listen and spend time with the Lord understanding where he's sending mm -hmm. us, and then mm -hmm. we go. Yes. Uh, we don't just be hearers of the word. We be doers of the word. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Great insight on the character of Joseph, Mark. Thank you so much. Well, you know, Joseph had the right heart to listen and to respond to God's call to do the right thing without hesitation. 
in preparation for the arrival of the Messiah. Oh, I pray we will all do the same. You may have friends and family who would really be encouraged by this Advent series. It's titled The Right Time. Sharing our podcast is a perfect way to share this good news with them. In addition, we're making available to you free devotionals to go along with this series, perfect for personal or even small group studies. We hope you'll download your free devotionals today at gsot.edu forward slash center. That's gsot.edu forward slash center. We're so glad you've joined us today. Never forget that the love of Christ can never be earned and it can never be lost. You have been listening to Saving Grace, a podcast ministry of Grace School of Theology. For more information, visit gsot.edu slash saving grace. Views expressed on this podcast may not always be the views of Grace School of Theology or its leadership. 